0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner luckily ArmorAll, america's most trusted auto appearance brand has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine plus now through may 31st we'll give you five dollars for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products that means car wash pods protectant tire shine you name it Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall. Less
1: work, more clean. Terms apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning. Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are
0: here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Alright, welcome to the podcast. Jerry is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I've got Eddie Schazari with me today. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Yeah, the podcast people. Uh, I have something for you. I would like to discuss with you today. It's one of the things Boomer talks about uh, off the air a lot, and uh, sometimes makes its way on the air, and that's the idea of uh, electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Now, you were somebody who very early on had a hybrid. Yes, that was like way before hybrids were a thing. Yeah, you it was had a, like a, a Honda Civic hybrid. Correct, two thousand four. 2004. It was mm-hmm. uh, you didn't have to charge it or anything. It was no. just uh, had a a battery that would assist in with the gas engine that right. sort of thing.
2: And the battery was powered by the kinetic energy of the braking process or something. Yes,
1: I do kind of recall that now mm-hmm. too. Uh, so you were you were early on in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you as far as uh, going totally electric for a
2: vehicle? Uh, I think the range has to be. Which I think some of them are approaching, the um the the range of a tank of gas. So for a the size of car I usually drive, which is probably something like three hundred fifty miles. Yeah, I think they're there. But here's the other thing: the charging stations have to be as prolific as gas stations.
1: Well, you'd get a charger at your home,
2: right? True. Right, you could do that too, but. If you're out on a trip. Oh, right. I see what
1: you're saying. Yeah. That if you're if you're out and about, you got to be able to use your, uh, be able to find the place. That's the other thing. Yeah. It's like, they go, oh, charge here. It just uh, takes just 45 minutes. You're like,
2: 45 minutes.
1: Lay here for 45 minutes.
2: Yeah, exactly. You have to budget that into your road trips.
1: Now. Yes, you do have to budget that. And into you have road to trips. make
2: sure, like if you're driving on, I drive up and down uh, 95 between here and Maryland frequently uh, to see family. And the all the rest stops on 95 have charging stations, not a ton. And if you're going to go from, what, 3% of the cars on the road? I don't know what the statistic is. But to 50% of cars on the road? Going to need more.
1: Yeah, I think they also, I think some of those charging stations charge you.
2: Do they? I, yeah. I, that I, I, I thought they were all free, yeah. but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. I, I. The faster ones, I think they charge you.
2: Okay, that would make sense.
1: Yeah, that would make some sense. But that's the other thing. I feel like as soon as people get electric cars, they're just going to jack up the price of electricity.
2: Uh, that's possible.
1: And then, uh, what is your feeling about? So, Boomer always says, uh, "Well, where are we um, where are we dumping all these batteries? Mm-hmm. Where are you on that?" As well, far as you are an environmentalist type of and, guy, and he
2: also mentions the uh, the um, you know getting the materials for it and what the human cost of that is. Yeah, and also he talks about the the wind power, the 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 turbine blades, and they like, yes, okay, all these things have to be figured out. But the alternative is to keep burning fossil fuel and just dealing with the really impactful fallout of what that would involve you know, higher sea levels, rising temperatures, the whole thing. So, we have to figure it out, we have to figure out a better way to do electric that's not as harmful or more harmful than what we're doing with fossil fuels and be
1: able to trust the grids right yeah there mm -hmm, seems like a a nervousness amongst people about the national grid sure yeah like that a terrorist organization can take down our grid that uh, we saw in texas where they lost they had a problem with the grid and like half the state was shut down for Mm -hmm. a long time like that that
2: that was like an ice storm
1: yes But just like if you're now charging all these cars, mm-hmm. what is that going to do to right. the system?
2: Well, and also I, I think ultimately we'll get to the point where every surface of the car will be some sort of photovoltaic, or I don't, I don't know if that's exactly how you say it, but be able to take the energy from the sun, like that a would panel. be the best. And, you know, that it wouldn't even look like a solar panel, but it somehow would absorb the energy. Yeah. And they have roads, stretches of roads that they're experimenting with where the road itself is somehow storing the sun's energy and then transmitting it, I guess, through the tires or something. Man, that is wild. Somehow getting into the cars. Yeah. Um, So all these, these technologies are ahead of us. And they have to be figured out but i do believe to, to trying to figure that out is a better alternative than continuing down the road that we're going down
1: do you think all these states and i think new jersey's one of them where they've set like a deadline of uh 2035 where you can't sell or companies are not allowed to sell in new jersey gas-powered vehicles it,
2: uh it's probably a bit optimistic i would think Yeah. that's only 12 years from now yeah i
1: kind of feel like as we get closer to that date that it's going to be pushed back a little bit
2: right uh yeah that that's yeah that's probably a bit optimistic but to have it be 50% of the cars i think that's maybe a doable uh, an achievable goal
1: and what about this idea like that some of the the corporations and companies that make up the success or failure of the stock market, there are a bunch of, uh, you know, Exxon, Mobil, Mm -hmm. all these things. Like what happens to those companies and what effect does that have on the economy, I wonder?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, something else will take its place. Yeah. Uh, You know, businesses come and go, technologies come and go, get replaced, and we carry on. So I think it'll just be, it won't be maybe the same, People, probably not, unless you know Exxon suddenly goes all electric and takes over that. Yeah, um, but I, I, yeah, something will replace it, you know. But that's just the way of things in the economy. That's technology, yeah. Things come and go, and things, you know, are in favor, out of favor.
1: Well, we've given them a heads up, maybe they could start working on some batteries, some better batteries. Yes, or the grid, they,
2: they are. Well, the grid, yeah, that's another thing that's uh concerning, and. You know, I don't know if Boomer fully um, believes in the causality of the fossil fuels to the climate change. Um, I don't know where exactly he stands on that. I tend to think he, he doesn't uh, see the causality. I remember he was talking off the air about the... Uh, about you know how long have we, have humans been around and all this stuff, and yes, that that is true. And
1: about the Earth, uh, the the temperature of the Earth changing and over also time.
2: true is I, I believe for the history of multicellular life uh, on the planet that most of it has been without ice caps. Um, I believe it's a it's a a great majority of the time has been ice free. And so can the earth survive and can humans survive? Sure, absolutely. Um, But because of, you know, it's easier to live near water sources because you have access to water, you have access to food that's in the water. Um, So people, the populations are clustered around oceans and rivers. If you look at population graphs or lakes, or what have you. So if that's the case, and you're going to have a substantial sea level rise, you're going to have displacement of millions, tens of millions of people.
1: Including my condo.
2: Yes, hundreds of millions uh, around the globe, Um, maybe billions around the globe. Um, So that has to be dealt with, um... And if it's a slower process, then people, it'll be easier to deal with. But if it's a more rapid increase in uh, a rapid rise in in sea level, then it's going to be, it's going to cause a lot of pain. Hmm. So, you know, I don't know where you stand on the, if you do believe the temperature is rising or not and sea levels are rising or not, Um. But I, I believe that it, I believe the science that tells me that it is happening. Um, so I, I don't know if you are on board. Yeah, with that. I guess I
1: haven't really looked into it all that much. The only thing that that throws me off sometimes. Well, I know that the you know that the the temperature of the planet has changed over time, mm-hmm. and we're still technically in an ice age. I keep hearing we that we are. Uh, but I also and then I also see like let's say we have like. Um, a string of really hot days or really cold days, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll hear this broke a record from 1912. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, were we concerned in 1912 that we were breaking records? You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
2: Like, the, we didn't have the the history of of you know to look back on at that point because meteorology was just you know it wasn't what it is now. Yeah, in terms of the records and how far back they go and how long they've been tracking and and all all that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would love the idea of having an electric car and Mm -hmm. pulling up at home and plugging in. Oh, my gosh. I would love that. Sure. But, you know, you also run into things like I'm in a condo, right? If I wanted an electric car right now, I can't get one. I don't. They will not allow me to to put in my own electric charger because Mm -hmm. in order to connect, like they'd have to tear up the. Yeah. The, the 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 parking lot in order to connect and how would they sure. connect to my individual unit, you so know, you, where my electricity to, is.
2: After, you know, after work, you would go home, go to some charging station on the parkway. Yeah, it sounds terrible. And then wait there 40 minutes and then yeah. drive home. No way. To your parking spot. Yeah. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, not happening.
1: But the ones I see, like when people have them in their driveways, that looks cool. That yeah. looks like,
2: man, that is awesome. Yeah. But that can't happen where you live.
1: Yeah, that can't happen where I live. And then the other thing, you know, and then these condo boards and these uh, people who own the apartment complexes, they're looking at okay, what will it cost to put in a charging station? But then it's shared, mm-hmm. right? And then you do have to pay for that because now that's that's um, that's coming off of the uh, the the electricity. For the complex and not the individual who's using the electricity. Mm -hmm. So that's going to bring a whole pain in the neck.
2: Right. Who's paying? Who's not paying? Why should I pay? I don't have an electric car.
1: Then the other weird thing I've been hearing about the electric cars is that, you know, right now the leader by far is Tesla, Mm -hmm. right? Like they, I think they have at least half of all electric cars on the road are Teslas. Mm -hmm. You know, Elon Musk is a very polarizing figure. In a similar way that Donald Trump was, I think. Like, the people that love him really love him. The people that hate him think he's the devil. There are people that hate Teslas because of him. And there were even stories, a couple months ago I remember reading, of people vandalizing random Teslas in, like, a mall parking lot because it's a Tesla and it's tied to Elon Musk. Mm. That would, I would be furious. Imagine I get myself a Tesla and all of a sudden... yeah. It's like Donald Trump owns the company now. People are furious, right. and Like coming it, after me.
2: Yeah, well, I don't well, want any part of that. If you had, like if like if you had a Tesla with a Trump bumper sticker, then you're really in trouble. Yeah,
1: what you'd have to do is get a Tesla with like other things that uh, like the things that the people that hate Elon Musk, whatever they like, you'd get stickers on your car yes. supporting those things, right? And throw them
2: off a little bit. Yeah, so they don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. And I love that I also I'm trying to think like, do I like the idea of the cars that run on gas and you can plug them in? It seems like right now the best option would be what you had way back in two thousand four, mm-hmm. which is and like what the um Prius is, right? The it's got a rechargeable battery that you don't plug in mm-hmm. and that also runs on gas. That seems like the best deal right now. Right. You're not a Prius guy?
2: Uh no, I, I mean I haven't looked into them. When yeah, I, when my Civic uh, Hybrid when it was time to to move on from that after yeah. ten years, um, I really wanted a stick shift car, and the Civic Hybrid no longer came in a stick shift. So I really wanted a stick shift because I love driving a stick shift. So I went with a just a regular old Honda Fit, non hybrid. Mm-hmm. And the gas economy is was not quite as good, but close uh, to that because you can, you know, the the stick shift will save you a little bit, not as much as it used to. Yeah, but uh, with the synchros, with the automatic transmissions and all that, Um, but it's still it's a little savings. And the uh, you know gas economy for a Honda Fit was pretty close to the hybrid now. When I used to, you know, you go highway driving with the hybrid, I mean, that would be up over 50 miles a gallon. But, of course, you know, we work in the city. So yes. So that went way down, of course.
1: Yeah. I think nowadays the like the uh, full electric cars run better locally mm-hmm. as far as the gas, oh, gas mods, as far as um, how far you're able to go without it uh, affecting uh, your charge.
2: Right. Well, I guess because it's, you know, doesn't, costs as much in battery power to to go 30 as it does to go 50 or 60 yeah
1: now you like the stick shift so you would probably not like the idea of these self-driving cars no no Where you I, really I, take your hands off of the uh yeah the wheel you like to be involved
2: yeah I, and yeah I, I yeah i'm not a fan of that yet right i mean i might be and i'll probably uh, i'll be able to buy at least one more stick shift Maybe two, but after that, they'll be gone.
1: Do you ever think sometimes like how many more cars you have before you die? Uh,
2: I haven't actually. I've I thought about how many more stick shifts can I buy. Yeah. And it's maximum two, I think, because of, of, the way I, I hold on to cars. Yeah, as you should. That's a good uh, job. Uh, um, you know, I buy it and I run it for 10 years or more as long as it'll. it's worth it to keep, uh, keep the uh, upkeep going. Um, yeah, I haven't thought about how many more cars till I, I die. Gina brings that up every once in a while mm. when she talks about like, uh,
1: sometimes she has these fantasies of getting a really fancy car. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's a waste of money. You know, she goes, H- how many more cars do you think I'm going to buy before I'm not driving anymore? And right. it's like, well, and mm.
2: If, if a fancy car is something that is, has high value to her, then yeah. Like she fine. has a
1: fancy car now, but she's had it for 12 years. You know what I mean? So she's got her money's worth out sure. of the
2: fancy car. And, and for me, they cars never did anything. For yeah, same here. Me. Like I, I just, it's a utility for Especially me. Especially
1: when you're commuting and parking on the streets sure. of New York, like you can't be somebody who is very particular about your car being clean, your car not getting nicks on it, and right. all that stuff. Yeah, one of the biggest things to me too, like CeeLo brought this up and uh, Gio was talking about at the end about like when you're a commuter, and in this area most of us are like these mm-hmm. longer commutes, your car just, it's not a, it's got to be a place of comfort. Yes. And not like, I keep this very clean. and Yeah. One of the thing like when I never, you know, I had driven in your car a couple of times. You were nice enough to bring me to work when I needed the ride. And I used to think like, oh my gosh. Oh, this dog hair in Eddie's car. Mm-hmm. Like, my car is covered in dog hair. Yeah. And almost impossible to get out. It is. Like, even if you want to be like, hey, I'm making a special trip. I'm going to clean. It doesn't come out.
2: Yeah, it, it's tough. It's uh, You You could vacuum. You would probably take you to get all the hair yeah. out and the way it just grips into the locks yes. into the carpet. lot a grip. I mean, if you vacuumed it, you'd then have to go over with some sort of a comb. Yeah. You know, with a little vacuum next to it. I mean it would it would take you hours. And then the next time you
1: have to put your dog yes. in the car back to where yeah. it is. Yeah. Like my back windows are just covered in dog snot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh the armrests in the mm-hmm. back, like everything. Yeah. And it gets under the seats, yeah. you know. It's like And I have one dog. Yeah. I have three. You have three dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing with these cars. And I yeah, you just I would never like wash my like get my car really washed. Like I'll sometimes clean the salt off of it, you know, Mm -hmm. in the winter because you think, oh, it's going to corrode the car or whatever. But as far as like like waxing my car, my father used to like wash and wax his car. I've
2: never done that, (laughs) never as as an adult. Yeah, I have not waxed a car in. I don't even go through the car wash. I don't care. Right.
1: Like, it's going to rain. Anyway. Yeah,
2: I, yeah, I don't care. It'll wash it off. Right. That's never been a big thing for yeah. me. Although I will say, in, in our uh, Honda CRV, v yeah. my, my Honda Fit, you know, it obviously it didn't come with leather seats, but uh, for the CRV we had the leather seat option, and we went with that because of the dogs. Oh, it's easier. It doesn't stick. Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah. It does not stick. All right, you get the vacuum back there. Yeah. It sucks it, does, it all off, and, and it doesn't. Because and because it's not holding the hair, you don't get that dog hair smell.
1: Right. Yeah, I ha- I have I think leather seats in this car, and uh yeah, you're right. That but helps a lot. It's Just the rugs.
2: Yeah, and if, uh, and your air filter in your car.
1: Yes, that I do change out.
2: Yeah, that gets dog hair. Yeah,
1: man, these dogs. Yeah, but they're so adorable, Eddie. They are so cute. You just want to smush their cheeks. <laughs> All uh, right, let's do the warm-up show. All righty, then. Uh, tomorrow's Friday. It is. Uh, Eddie, uh, Teddy, uh, Jerry will be here mm-hmm. for Cool Games, of course.
2: And then he's out Monday, I think, too, right? What? Because uh, a a Cowboys-Eagles Sunday night. Situation. Let me look at
1: this calendar here. I think mm. he is. Yeah, you're right. Freaking Jerry. Mm-hmm. All right. And then next week is already the
2: live show, a week from tomorrow. Um, a week from tomorrow. Wow. And then that's my last day before yes. the break. You've got the two-week break this year. I did, yes. I'm doing the one week. Well, you took the extra week that you usually don't in the summer. I did. Which uh, is fine.
1: Yeah. Because I feel like I didn't, I, don't, I didn't need two weeks in the winter, but a, a week is nice. And then Christmas being on a Monday this year, going uh, and then Monday, New Year's Day, Back Tuesday the second. Yes. Then we start to prep for our trip to Las Vegas. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, Eddie. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the warm up show then.
2: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
1: Good morning, campers. Alan, Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't suck. Hi there, Al Dukes here. Jerry Reckos out today, Rutgers situation. Be back tomorrow. Eddie schizzeri is uh, here again today, two days in a row. That's a solid job by him. He's uh, clearly getting much better. And CeeLo joins me on the microphone and on updates for Boomer and Geo this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. How are you doing over uh, there today? I'm doing pretty good. good. I would tell you that uh, today... Would be a perfect example of why I know I can't do a four-hour show. (laughs) Like, I know I could get through one hour. Uh Uh-huh. And this is why, like, if I ever controlled sports radio, all shows would be two hours long. You'd have to hire a lot more shows, but two hours long. Uh Uh-huh. I will... I do not have the ability to talk about Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Juan
2: (laughs) Soto. Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Juan Soto.
0: Figure we might hear that one a few times today. Yeah. Like, cool, the Yankees got him. That is cool. What more is there to say? That's it. Right. It's over.
1: But there's going to be four-hour shows into four-hour shows into four-hour shows about Juan Soto. All day long. For what? Well, Juan Soto, the new Yankee
0: lineup, the construction (laughs) of it. Where does Trent Grisham fit in? Do they go get Yamamoto now? The angry Met fan, there's you got all those different angles. Those do exist,
1: and I also think that last baseball season into the Aaron Rodgers debacle has forever now destroyed any looking forward to something yeah. that I think is going to be great. Like yeah. I'm, I'm no longer it killed me. They killed me last year with baseball. Killed me with the mm-hmm. Aaron because all baseball season we kept going. At least we got Aaron Rodgers and football and the Giants off yeah. the playoff and four win. plays yeah. in over. Right. Yeah, Giants stink. Mm-hmm. So to be here in December and be like Juan Soto, Juan, Juan Soto could be out by June first. Now his
0: track record suggests that won't be the case, but you're right. Recent history around yeah. these parts, I I can't it, say that I didn't have the same sort of I won't say first reaction last night when it made was made official. See? But, like, my excitement is tempered just because Correct. I've been beaten down. Yes. Yeah. Like, Be- McMonigle's fired up. I was with JJ last night. He was l- literally dancing over this move, and I was just kind of like, look, it's it's great. It was the right move to make. Makes all the sense in the world. They didn't give up a ton, but, like, okay. I saw your, uh,
1: you reposted someone's Instagram, maybe the gal you're hosting with. Yes, Michelle Margot from SNY. And it's uh, off camera. JJ John Jastrzemski walking around, going, "Daddy Soto." Yes. What is that? Daddy even? Juan. What is that even? Nah, what no, is a what daddy? I'm, Why uh, is he daddy?
0: Uh, <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> that's a that's a loaded question now, especially at five oh four, almost five oh five, here on a Thursday morning.
1: Because here's the thing: not only do you have the potential injury situation that we'll deal with, because everybody gets hurt now all yeah, the time. But he doesn't you, really. though. I, so. Okay, but he will now. <laughs> right. You know, what I mean, if Cal At some Ripken, point. if Cal Ripken came to New York, he'd have missed games. Like it's just <laughs> what it is. Uh, or he shows up and he's like Giancarlo Stanton, below average, way below average, below now. average. Well, Those I are your mean, two options. So, like the percentage, yeah. percentage option. He that, did
0: have a rough start to last
1: season with the Padres. That Juan Soto is going to come in, mm-hmm. go injury free, yeah. and kick ass. That's a small percentage from what we've seen around here lately. I mean, have you? Did you know how many games he played last nope. year? One hundred and sixty-two. That's okay. all. That's all of them.
0: Just in case you know you're what
1: not that away. means. I treat Juan for. Yeah. I treat Juan Soto like a running back. Uh-huh. It's like a, uh-huh. a lot of mileage on that guy now. Year, from last be- he's year. twenty-five. Wear and tear. Yeah.
0: The year before, yeah, one hundred and fifty-three. Year okay. before that, one hundred and fifty-one. All right. The COVID year, I forget how many. What did they, play, 60? Yes, they played? Sixty. Yes, okay. Like, oh, okay. The year before, one hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. and his first year when I think he came up, I don't, I don't think it was from the start. He played one hundred and sixteen.
1: It's a lot of mileage on that. that. That's a car with a lot of mileage. Okay, he's like uh, Saquon Barkley. I can't believe they gave him all that money. We'd well, see. they haven't yet. They, oh, they've got. He's got one year of salary arbitration left. What does that mean?
0: That means that they're either going to agree on a salary for this year, or they'll go before the uh, the arbitrator. You know how salary arbitration I don't. works. You don't? No. All these years
1: yeah. in this town? Yeah. I don't think okay. most people do. <laughs> okay. I think so we get into the weeds you have, on... to,
0: you have to accrue a certain amount of Major League Service time to qualify for free agency. And that's okay. what makes him unique. He came up as a... I think he was 19 when he made his debut. So his when he hit... A lot of guys when they get to free agency are already 30 or older. He will be 26 by the time next offseason comes and he is a free agent if indeed he gets there. But for this year, he has one year left of arbitration, meaning he and the Yankees, they're, his representatives and the Yankees are going to get together and try and decide on what they think is a fair salary for him this year based on his track record, performance, other contracts, so on and so forth. If they don't... They go to the neutral arbitrator. That both sides make their case. You haven't. You remember this? Like it gets awkward because the, then the the team has to go and essentially give you the reasons why the guy yeah. isn't worth what he that, wants. Yeah, I do
1: remember that. Yeah.
0: So they, they would enter their asking price. The Yankees would enter their counter. And then if they don't settle in the middle, it goes before the arbitrator who decides. Am I going to? rule for Juan Soto's side and give him what he wants, or am I going to rule for the team side and give him what he We're looking at about $30 million. How do I become an answer.
1: arbitrator? That seems like a cool
0: job. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I imagine there's got to be some sort of uh, law slash legal background.
1: I want to be an arbitrator for, like, divorce cases mm-hmm. lawsuits. Kind of like uh, Vince Vaughn
0: and Owen Wilson in um, Wedding Crashers. If that's what they did, uh, that's what I'll do. I think that's what they did. They helped like, divvy up the assets.
1: Let me ask wasn't you this. in court, but yeah. This is a real question.
0: Okay. If Juan Soto's so great, why do Padres want to get rid of him? Soto, because they, as you recall, or yeah. maybe you don't recall, they put together one of those super teams, kind of like the Mets, and they went all in and spent above probably, like we talk about Steve Cohen and all the money he has, and, ah, it's just a drop in the bucket. The, for the Padres, they were operating like a big market team but probably didn't have the available bankroll to do so. Okay. So they acquired Juan Soto, gave up a ton of young talent and prospects. They put it all, they went all in, and they failed. They did not win. So now they've had to reallocate things. Their owner passed away um, not that long ago, and there was the story they had to take out like a $50 million loan to cover their payroll obligations for last year, so they had to strip down some salary. Okay. In this case, they probably weren't going to sign Juan Soto long term, so they figured let's get something for him now while we can. All right. Well, this is great. Like, I
1: have questions and you have answers. I'm trying. You got Juan Soto. Juan Soto. So you you did lose a couple of... uh, I'm looking at the Yankees who uh, were dealt in this deal, and all I kept thinking is uh, all of John Sterling's home run calls are gone. How do you figure that? There's only one non-pitcher in the deal. Higashioka, the yeah, home run stroker. That's it,
0: and he was probably going to be gone anyway because you're going to have Jose Trevino and the uh, newcomer Austin Wells, who we got to look at down the stretch last year.
1: I suppose. Yeah, I guess. The I yeah, you're right. Yeah. When, I, when I saw the Higashioka, I was like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. like that's one okay. Of
0: my f- we'll have a new home run call for Juan Soto. And people after la- last night, when the deal became official, were already trying to guess and surmise yeah. what the new Sterling home run call might be. I love the home run stroker. Like that was a good one. Well, that's listen, gone now. We had it for a long time, I
1: believe. Just be glad I we I think he might have been
0: the long—when you include the minor leagues, I think he might have been the longest-tenured Yankee, believe it or not. Really? Kyle Higashioka.
1: That's gotta, I, I'd be thrilled if I was Kyle Higashioka. Going to San Diego? Whew. Yeah. it's not bad. Baby. From New York. But from the Bronx to San Diego. Sign me up for it. Well, that. he's been a career Yankee. He was drafted by them, came up through the
0: organization, all that. Yeah. That old chestnut. So Trent Grisham— Yes,
1: that's who the Yankees will get as well with Soto. I have no a, idea who that
0: is. He's an outfield, lefty hitting outfielder, but more known for his defense. Won a couple gold gloves, so is that, that right? gives them. Because right now it's sort of like the outfield mix from a defensive standpoint is a little awkward. Like you're going to have Alex Verdugo play left field. Judge is probably going to play a lot of center, which he can do. But over the course of a full season, you have some concerns. And Soto, who's regarded as like a below average defensive outfielder they'll play him in right because at yankee stadium right field is the smaller area to to cover why do you and grisham then would be like your late innings hey we're gonna put him in for defense kind of guy
1: why would you say playing center field all season is
0: well because it's i mean it's considered the more primo defensive position you're covering more ground aaron judge is a big man who has had some injury issues like when he's healthy, he's shown the ability and the athleticism to do so, but he's not getting any younger. So the idea of, hey, he's going to be our our depth chart center fielder for the full season, like he's played it in gaps of time when guys have gotten hurt, right? Uh, Harrison Bader spent time on the IL, Aaron Hicks, um, even Brett Gardner in years past. So Judge has shown the ability to go over there and play, but the idea that he's going to slot in as the full-time guy – for, for this coming season is a little concerning.
1: It feels a little embarrassing that the new guy comes in and just takes your spot. I mean, we didn't let Derek Jeter, didn't let A Rod come in and take his we spot. we saying Soto taking right field yeah.
0: over? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different. Because actually, again, shortstop is considered the more primo defensive position as opposed to third base. So A Rod took a back seat to Jeter. Judge moving to center. So that Soto, a lesser outfielder, playing play in right is not really taking a backseat. If anything, so it's different. adding more responsibility to his plate.
1: Okay. And then the Yankees will meet with uh, this Yamamoto fella on Monday.
0: Yes, it says. And the Mets already flew to Japan. Yeah. Steve Cohen, David Stearns. So that becomes the next shoot. You, shoot a drop. Is that the right phrase? Yes.
1: Yeah. Do you think the Mets had uh, a meal over there with Yamamoto? Not only do I think yeah. they had a meal. I screenshotted
0: this yesterday because it was very interesting to me. Oh, interesting. Andy Martino has just been chock full of information these last few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Cohen and Yashinobu Yamamoto ate at a lovely French-Japanese restaurant in Japan last week. I didn't know such a thing existed. Me a French-Japanese restaurant. So they did meet and they did have a meal. And apparently, it was a French Japanese lunch. So there you go.
1: Do you think Steve Cohen checked the menu before they picked the place? Like, I I can't go to a place that I'm not going to be comfortable <laughs> with the food. because yeah, I don't weird. like
0: Japanese food. He probably he might want to eat some local food. So let's find a place that has both. Right, because he might, settled on French.
1: It might turn off Yamamoto if like Steve Cohen's like I don't eat this Japanese food. Perhaps this is below me. I don't know. You got to go somewhere where everyone likes it. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Tom Green did a special on MTV where he went to Japan. And they have these sushi places in Japan where you just sit at your table, and a like um, conveyor belt of
0: <laughs> raw fish a sushi
1: comes around, and you grab what you want as it comes by, like a buffet a little bit. Yeah, but you don't move. The it's, buffet yeah, moves; it comes to you. It's rotating. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: I like pretty that. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: but you have a quick, a very quick time. You yeah. got to make a decision. Do well, I? Well, how want long this? does it
0: take for it to come back round?
1: Uh, I don't know. But then you got to risk every. What if other people? Maybe there's. Three. I'd imagine that they're replenishing along the way, right? Uh I suppose so, yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. that's right. But yeah,
0: you got to strike while the iron's hot. Do you like a Brazilian steakhouse where I they do. come Yeah, me too. Now, I mean I not as a regular thing, but as like a you know, a nice treat, yeah. big night out, you mix that in here and there. Yeah. yeah. Brazilian I like a, steakhouse, I like um
1: I like hibachi restaurants as well. You feel like a king at those Brazilian oh. steakhouses. They're like more meat, sir? Yes. Plutness, yeah. And then they More sli- <laughs> everything. Yeah. <right. laughs> and they're just slicing it and <laughs> yeah. they want you to grab it by the tongs. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps coming. Man. Yeah. That it's feels a lot of, good. It's a lot of meat. And you'll try things you wouldn't normally eat because mm-hmm. you're like, if I don't like this, I'll just leave it right on my plate. Right. I'm paying the same price anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't like when people waste <laughs> meat. Hmm. That bothers me. Because, you know, the animal, yeah. all the things the animal went through. Of course. And right. then we throw it out. Like,
0: what? Yeah. Yeah. That's that the is, part I do We understand. throw a lot of things out. Yeah, I don't like that. But the meat, yeah, when you talk about where it comes from,
1: sure. Yeah, I don't like throwing out animal pieces. I would agree like with you that. Eat it. Yeah. You got to eat it. Right. The animal sacrifice. Yes. Let's show some respect. And I do. I will sometimes eat more than I want to because I don't want to throw out animal meat. Mm. You want me to throw out some corn. Who cares? It's funny you bring that up. When I went to
0: Aruba a month or so ago, I went to this restaurant that had the biggest burger I've ever, and I didn't even get the biggest one on the menu. They talked me out of that. It was like a family-style yeah, burger.
1: Yeah, a very large burger. But the so. one that
0: I got was, it was like, so I, I took a picture where I put my phone up next to it, and it was like, you know, four times the size. Of, like, it was huge. And I was very hungry. I could not finish it, but I felt the same way, so I took it. We're staying at a resort, a hotel. We had a fridge, so I made sure I took it with me, put it in the fridge, and yeah. circled back to it on the trip. Because I was embarrassed to a not be able to finish it and to leave that meat and then have it be wasted and thrown out.
1: Did it come with a on a giant bun? Yes, it did. Wow, it was enormous. Hmm. You have I a could photo not of believe this? it when it. I do. I'd like to and see the it. And fo- the
0: photo the break. doesn't do it. I will show you. It doesn't really do it justice. But when this thing showed up, I could not believe that this was not actually the biggest burger that they served. Yeah, like a guy at a nearby table ordered as well, and we saw it come out, and I was like, oh, that's got to be the. The biggest one, so I'm going to get the the one just under that. Turns out he ordered the same one I ordered, so we never actually saw the big what the one. biggest one look like. I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, it's like like places like uh yeah. Carnegie Deli, and uh there's that place uh, in Edison, New Jersey. What's that place called? Oh Eddie? yeah, yeah. Um Oh
2: God, Jackie
1: Craig, Cooper? No, Craig. No, Craig the, would. Craig's call me favorite that I, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes the big sandwiches. Um, what'd you say? Which town is in it again? Edison. It's in like Raritan Center, Harold's. Harold's Deli. Yes. That They send you, they you go, know, I'd like a turkey sandwich, and they bring you nine pounds of turkey. Right, yeah. What are you going to do with that? Right, and you eventually you're throwing it. Even if you take it home, you're eventually throwing it out. I mean, Eddie lives right there. Yeah. He
0: did not know that he, he didn't? He give you Harold's. Did you No, I, I, with I that? thought Harold. Okay.
1: I remembered right. Harold's. Yeah. All right, quick break here, CeeLo. When we come back, I've got some uh, NFL news I'd like to get to as oh. well, and I've got a couple of other fun items on this list, mm. including Brock Lesnar's daughter. Okay. And I got another media note, and I got a note of uh, of a singer dating yeah. a an former MLB player's daughter. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Your yeah. last note here, which yeah. I'm assuming is what you just. Teased. Yes.
0: Yeah. I I was like, please, we got to get to that because I didn't. I read that one line. Yeah. And I was like, what is that
1: about? What is this? Yeah. And then Boomerang Geo will be here right at six o'clock. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Jerry's out today. CeeLo is here. Eddie is here. This is uh, Mr. Morgan Wallen, country artist. Mm. Guy's a huge star. Sure is. I see he was uh, seen out having dinner with Jose Canseco's daughter, Josie. Oh, okay. I, uh, I guess I wrote that wrong.
0: No, we'll see. Did you write it wrong, or did you write it that way to make me raise my eyebrow no. a little bit and be like, what? Because that's think, what happened.
1: I think uh, my um, my uh, document corrected okay. the first name from Josie Canseco to Jose Canseco. So he's not dating Jose Canseco. <laughs> Matter of
2: fact, goodbye. Uh, no.
1: He's dating Josie Canseco. yeah,
0: just the way you wrote it, it leaked. Well, if you said dating, I really would have been like, yeah. what? But it was just Morgan Wallen Man. seen out with Jose Canseco. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what the connection
1: is there. But now it makes sense. Man, I hate when this when mm. the, the, the thing fixes my writing. Well, this Leave actually, my writing alone. No,
0: actually, in this case, it's it's funny. It, it was a funny funny autocorrect.
1: Hmm. Man. We're going to have to tell Gio that one now. He's going to think Morgan Wallen's out with Jose Canseco. Wow. Well, Josie Canseco, the daughter. He didn't join them for that meal? He did not. Oh. No third wheel? Man, it'd be great to be Morgan Wallen. That guy just, like, women love a good um, guy who knows how to play the... Guitar, the guitar and guitar piano, and can sing. And sell out stadiums. Yeah. That's why, like, for all these guys that like push their their sons to go into sports, push your son to play the guitar. Sure. The piano, something that. Or the, both. the drums. Tua
0: Tonga Bailoa was on the ManCast right. Monday night playing some tunes
1: on yeah. the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I have a nephew. He's, uh, let's see, I'm 40 years older than him. Oh, so man. Was, I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 40 years older than him. <clears throat> oh, so all right. that would make him 14. All right. He does not play sports. He's not into sports at all, but he plays the piano. Wait a second. Yeah.
0: You're 54 now?
1: Yeah. Are you really? Oh, yes. Holy look. crap. Yeah. I you know. look great. It sucks. No, you're doing well, man. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So he plays the piano, though. All right. And I'm like, that's a good one. In to play. the long run, that's the better 100%. thing to, to know how to do. 100%. Because at some point, you top out with sports. Mm-hmm. I was just watching an Instagram reel of a guy who looked like he was in his 90s jamming out on a public piano playing Great Balls of Fire. That's awesome. Everyone was looking at him. Of course.
0: A fun upbeat piano song yeah. brings people together out in public. I love a public piano. Oh, of course, <laughs> at dinner at a restaurant. Yeah. You should get good enough to do that. Let's go I, play some restaurants at night.
1: Yeah. what I need to what you really need to do if you play any instrument barely. Like I like, you know, learn one really good song that you're really good at. Right. So then if there's a piano, if there's somebody has a guitar and you get to grab the guitar, yeah, just one really good. My problem is I try to play a whole bunch of things, Mm -hmm. barely. You know what I mean? You never master one. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I don't master one. I get bored and move on to try to play something else, and I get bored. I never master one. So if I were to sit down at a public piano, I'd be like, all I could play is the last thing I was playing. I took piano
0: lessons as a youngster into yeah. my teenage years. And that really? song for me that I you know could do yes. was Fur Elise.
1: Was who? Fur Elise. Oh, okay. Yeah. The classical piece of yeah, music. Yeah, yeah.
0: But like that, you know, I could do it. No sheet music. It was just like was ingrained in me.
1: Do you think uh, how long if I put a keyboard in front of you now? I don't have one. But uh-huh. if I did, do you think you could? If I, I could
0: I'd... give you like those first whatever it is, eight to ten notes or yeah, so. For yeah, for sure. Yeah. Comes right back. Two hands? Uh, no. It would just be the right hand, like the melody part for oh, that okay. first for,
1: for Elise. Yeah,
0: I don't have the I don't have the left hand for we you. Would,
1: we would all know Fur Elise if we heard it. <clears throat> sure, of course. I'm gonna let me bring that right up here. Fur du- Elise. I was once at a piano shop in um in uh, when we were at the Super Bowl in San Francisco. Okay. We walked into a uh, Steinway shop.
0: Wow, this gigantic oh, piano
1: yeah. place. We were the only ones in there. It was me. It was Craig, his wife, uh, Vicky. I think. Some so, scene. Yeah, it was some scene. <laughs> so so <laughs> if Craig's wife goes, my friend here, she points to me, would like to play some pianos. Mm-hmm. Pianos, yeah. plural. Yeah, because there, there were everything. Sure. And the only song I knew at that time when I was practicing was playing um, that train song. Uh, drops din- of Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter. Yeah. And the guy goes, oh, thank God. He goes, everyone comes in here and plays Fur Elise. Oh, there
0: you go. <laughs> so I was generic. Yeah. I was mid. So this is Fur right.
1: Elise. Let's see what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. hmm
0: <laughs> 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 Okay, so you can play this. Yeah. All right, I like it. Well, just it. those now, those first few notes. I used to be able to do the whole, uh, what do the the they call it? No, the middle, like the bridge. Oh, bridge the bridge, gets a little, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, whole, the mm. whole Monty.
1: Is that right? The full Monty people get impressed when you use two hands and then if you use the black keys at all. People oh yeah. Are like, oh, you wow. the black keys. Oh, very advanced. Oh, my that and piano man. I did as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. If you know how to play that. But then I got,
0: it got to the point where like I was a teenager and it just wasn't like cool for me anymore. Yeah. I was consumed with other things where I'd go to the lesson and the guy who was my piano teacher was this awesome dude. Definitely played guitar as well. Like had the long, he was like a rocker,
1: just a musical guy. Yeah.
0: hundred percent. And, uh, I'd show up, and it was clear I, like, hadn't practiced so you would just be like, what are we doing here? Like, why are you wasting your parents' money? You right. know, like, just move on. We'd come. we talk sports. He was a big sports guy.
1: He just told and you, move on. You're mo- yeah. you're, you've already he was checked real out. about
0: it. He wasn't just like, you know what? I'm going to just drain your your parents yeah. for all they've got. Just like, yeah, it's not, it's not worth it anymore. You, ch-
1: you checked out, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so Zach Wilson will be back behind center. Yeah. Great against the houston texans i'm trying to figure out if this is a game i know it's not a cool game that jerry and i do no but i don't know why i'm still sort of curious what zach wilson will look like i don't know why yeah, i don't know why either why is whole, that? oh
0: yeah i'm gonna just let i'm gonna have fun now i'm yeah. gonna let i'm gonna cut it loose well why well, why were we not doing you had ample opportunity to do Multiple that times yeah
1: to cut it loose like what's different now I think I'm more interested in seeing C.J. Stroud against the Jet defense. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he's been a really so. great rookie.
0: And they just lost their uh, stud rookie, oh, the wideout Tank Dell. Yeah. yeah and fractured fibula last yeah. week. So they got some other, you know, they have other talented players, but that that rookie to rookie connection was really working.
1: So that could be a nice uh, thing to watch: uh, the, the Jets defense versus C.J. Stroud. Uh huh. I'll be all about that. He's Are, put up some big numbers, and I think it's so great, like. Again, like if we looked into the—if a few years ago, we looked into the future, and the Jets head coach had a press conference wherein people were asking him (laughs) questions about his relationship (laughs) with Joe B.
0: Right. Anyway, he wasn't calling him Joe, but it's like shortened to Joe Joe B. B. I love that. I like Joe B. Yeah, Joe B. I like Joe B. Joe B.
1: Do you regret—they said, no. Do you regret having a relationship with Joe B? Yeah. He said, no, I like Joe B. Yeah. But it is what it is. Joe B. And we're moving Moving on. on. Right, yeah. We're moving on. We're on
0: to the Texans.
1: Yes. We're on to Houston. We're on to Houston. <laughs> I saw Micah Parsons came to the defense of Zach Wilson. Is that right? Yeah. He's got a podcast. He's got a lot to say, that Micah Parsons. He does. He does a solo podcast. Wow. Which is really, that's a
0: talent. He would be, you could put him on your, if you in your program director. If you yeah. put that, that hat on and you needed guys that could fill time. Correct. Micah Parsons, right yeah. on the list.
1: He could do it. Wow. He said uh, the New York media. Oh. Course. You guys deliberately killed this man's confidence. God. Y'all single-handedly broke him down. How? Y'all broke him down. How? You know how, CeeLo. You did it. How? You're guilty. Look,
0: I I think that's such a lazy narrative at this point yeah. and cliche. And that's not me because I'm quote unquote in the or we're in the media. Like I, we just want to see production. We, we want to see, see points, yards, touchdowns. some wins. I mean, honestly, the bar is set so low right now. Like, look at what's going on with Tommy DeVito. People are genuflecting for a guy. They've won a couple of games against not so great. It's not like they've been lighting the world on fire. It's like, oh, this is great. Hey, a win. Moving the football a little bit. Like, it doesn't take a lot. Yes. It really doesn't. Right. We're not expecting much. The Jets have much. lost five games in a row, have not scored more than 13 points in any of those games. And I understand Wilson didn't play the last two weeks. But, like, it, it is it is archaic offense that we're watching that's not made up,
1: and we were actually even Joe B. When uh, Aaron Rodgers went down and the Jets won that game against the Bills, people were like, "You know what? I'm confident in Zach Wilson." It wasn't
0: even just then; it was a few more, a few weeks even after the Chief game. Right? He had the big turnover late, took accountability, felt bad, but it was like, "Hey, they, the defense put them in an early hole in that game. I want to say it was seventeen nothing, something like that, and they rallied back." Didn't get the benefit of some calls on that final drive for Kansas City, and the takeaway was: Hey, they hung with the Chiefs. The kid's on the rise. He's making improvements. He's got the team. They have his back. You know, like there was all positive, positivity, positivity, and momentum. You know what? You're right, CeeLo. It wasn't just Week One. It went deeper than that.
1: So we didn't kill. Yeah, his I don't, confidence. don't. I'm sorry,
0: Micah. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy into that. We didn't break him down. That's like to me a lazy. Hey, I'm in another market watching from afar. Yeah. And I'm just seeing, you know, the headlines and this, that, and the other things. Social media. I don't think he's actually watching the games. He's lazy. That's what I'd say. I and mean, he's watching the games he needs to watch. Yes. You know, breaking down film, for the Cowboys. And yes, they played the Jets and wiped the floor with them earlier mm-hmm. in the year in Arlington. But that's like, true. Do I really think he's sitting there breaking down Zach Wilson film no. since they played the Jets. Probably no. not.
1: Not breaking down the All 22. Right. Right, he may have seen, because they played the Jets early in the year, he may have looked at that earlier tape and was like, oh, it's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, that was a rough day, more so for the defense. They had a a tough time against Dallas. They had a a, a bad day.
0: Yeah, but now I will say, in fairness to the defense, like I feel like in the second half it it all came undone because the offense wasn't doing a lot that day. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it kind of... The pressure broke eventually, and Dallas kind of ran it up on them, which yes, we've seen did. them do against a lot of mediocre to below-average teams so far this year, right. the Giants included.
1: Well, they've got a, a an above-average team this week, the they Cowboys. sure do. Cowboys-Eagles.
0: And Dallas a three-and-a-half-point favorite, as we said yesterday.
1: Is that right? hmm We said that here or on the Boomer and Geo show?
0: On the Boomer and Geo okay. show. I brought up how Dallas does not have a win this year against a team that's above five hundred. Oh, right yet they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Eagles.
1: That game is in Dallas? It is.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. I guess maybe if uh, the Eagles take David Carr's advice, which Gio wouldn't even let me say on the show yesterday.
1: It was it was so dumb I couldn't <laughs> even put it on the show <laughs> sheet. <laughs> like, there's certain things like, I'll put uh, down if there's some merit to them. Yeah. But what was his? This is David Carr, the brother of Derek, Derek Carr. Yeah, he was on NFL
0: Network. Okay. And his take was, hey, Jalen Hurts clearly is not 100% right now battling some sort of injury, so he's not as dangerous from a two-way standpoint as a runner and as a passer. Like, yeah, they've got the tush push, he'll score his touchdowns, but as far as being able to break the pocket and make plays with his legs, it's not there as much, so their offense is not as dangerous and as as explosive as it should be. And his point was, well, the 1C doesn't matter because the Niners already showed they can come in and beat you in your own house, so why don't we have him sit down right now until he gets healthy and play Marcus Mariota. That was the take.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he doubled down on it, I believe. The I'm next day. Sure, he day. did. I'm sure Terrible he did. take. Terrible take. <laughs> Quick break here, CeeLo. When we return, I got a couple more NFL notes for you. I've got a media note here, mm-hmm. maybe two. I've got another. another. I told you about Jose Canseco's daughter. I have another athlete's daughter story. Wow. But first, CeeLo, I should tell you this. Ah. Great friends, great tequila. That's what I say. Yeah, Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. Welcome back to the Warmo Program. My name's Al Deeks. I've got CeeLo today. I've got Eddie over here. We've got the NFL uh, kicks off week uh, 14. 14, that's right. Week 14 tonight with a uh, real humdinger. A real humdinger of a show. Bill Hum and Bob Dinger will both be on the broadcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Patriots at Steelers now.
0: God. Do you even know who the starting quarterbacks are in that game, Al?
1: I'm going to say Bailey Zappi. Okay. And Mitch Trubisky. Nicely produced. Look at you.
0: Doesn't understand
1: baseball salary arbitration, but knows
0: the backup quarterbacks for the Patriots and the Steelers. But how
1: about this? The over under for tonight's game is 30. Yeah. Which is the lowest total in the NFL in 30 years. 30 years.
0: We've been talking about a lot of low totals yeah. recently between the Jets, the Giants, the Iowa situation against Michigan, in the prior week in college football, and now this one.
1: Then I looked. Uh, there's here's the uh, Patriots last three games. They've they're zero three. Dreadful. They lost six to nothing. So they scored to the zero Chargers points. this past week, right? They lost ten to seven, mm. and they lost ten to six. And the ten seven game was
0: the Giant game, yeah.
1: Yes. So they've scored thirteen points in three games. Yeah. The Steelers that last three games, they lost 24-10. They won 16-10, and they lost 13-10. So they ain't scoring any points no. either. So take the under is what you're saying. It seems like I would take the under. Mm-hmm.
0: The old take the under or pass.
1: Yeah, probably like pass. How do you
0: make a case for playing the over other than, hey, I'm just going to be contrarian.
1: Yeah, and just like how weird the NFL is sometimes. Right. But it's been pretty consistent. I was reading... Multiple articles throughout the year that, like, as far as betting goes, the unders have really been hitting. For the, the unders most part.
0: and a lot of um, what they would say, public, the public, uh, the public backed wagers. What does that in, mean th- meaning like the higher percentage of people are betting this, whether it's the point spread, money line, over more so point spread and over
1: under. So people, more people like are the betting the under. The idea
0: is usually you want to go against what the public's doing because the casinos and the sports books usually win. Yeah. But this year has been a very public
1: year. Oh, I see how yeah. that works. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's what I mean by we say, oh, the, the 30 and a half or whatever it is, but 30, these yeah. teams don't score. Well, you got everyone, you got to play the under, of course. And then the contrarian would say, well, if everyone's going under,
1: I'm going over. Well, it was like even last week when we saw that the Eagles at 10 and 1 were playing at home and were underdogs Correct. to the Niners. Yes. And then the Niners came in and just blew their doors off. Exactly.
0: And I think I even said to Gio last week, like, that line's speaking to me. Yeah, And you gotta you got to go Niners. Kind of like this week, it's like Cowboys haven't beaten any good teams, and I'm supposed to lay three and a half points with them against the Eagles? Like, okay, they're at home. Fine. That
1: might be a similar situation. Yeah, it must be, you know, with uh, sports betting becoming legal in different states as we go along, there's a lot more people like myself that might not be a, a – savvy sports better. Sure. That would see a line like the Eagles favorite at home to the Niners. Oh, I got to take the Eagles. That's ridiculous. Underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Underdog at home. That's
0: the idea. That's the what they
1: would say call the sucker line. Yeah. But at what point do you then learn like how many How many years, times you got to lose? But, yeah. You before that you out? go, hey, they're Some trying to tell me. Some people are very stubborn. <laughs> 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 they are right. They're trying to tell. Because you then also can play in your head. You go, huh? Is, how would Vegas know what I type know. of day Brock Purdy's right. going to have? And again, it
0: has been a very public winning year. Yeah. So from that standpoint, you know what it is now? So many books, so many different, lot the prop bets, like, so the traditional, hey, the spread or the toll. Like, there's so many other things that they're making money off of now. So I don't know that those, I don't know that all that is, quote, as sharp. As it as it once was or normally is, I don't, I don't know enough about all the dynamics and the analytics that go into that. I'm not sure.
1: If you had to go to a street bookie a couple years ago, yeah, you would probably you could only get what the the spread and the over under. Um, could you I, do weird? You couldn't do weird parlays with a Maybe. Bookie, could I you?
0: I personally never had experience with that. I never went to a guy. Hey, I got a guy. Never did that, but I do. I have been told that there were some you could essentially present to them what you wanted to bet on and and they would come up they would give you their whatever odds they were willing to accept so okay. I think those things did happen maybe not as detailed as what we have now where it's all laid out obviously for you at the tip of your finger yeah at your fingertips on these apps yeah, but I think certain people it's okay, I'll take that action and here's the odds and if you want to do it we'll do it kind yeah. of thing yeah okay
1: uh, Mike McCarthy had appendicitis. And had surgery, I guess, uh, yesterday. Okay. And, yeah, but he says he will be on the sideline on Sunday.
0: I mean, that makes sense. You hear about these things, these emergency appendectomies. He was trying to play in the game. It's a different story. But to be able to walk up and down the sideline and hold his call sheet there, I'd imagine. Big game as well, obviously, as we've discussed a few times.
1: Right. Big abdomen pain, went Mm -hmm. to the doctors, and then they scheduled him for his appendix removal. Yeah. That's the thing, Geo had when he was in like Alabama. It's or amazing
0: something. that I hear about these things and they come on so suddenly. Yeah, wild. It's scary. Yeah. What if and I'm the driving? Got to get
1: it done because you don't want that appendix to burst. Right. Yeah. Because then your appendix bursts and it shoots poison all in your body. It's not what you want. Your body's attacking itself. Yeah. I might just go get my appendix taken out just, just so I don't yeah, have an attack. Caution. Yeah. Get out of the way now. Take out everything I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out my
0: appendix. Take the kidney out, and if you need to donate that to someone at some point, keep it
1: on ice. Yeah, just to get right, get it all done in one day. Right, and just have one really cut long recovery. Cut me open once, and just take out yeah. what you need, and we'll move on. Do it now. I'm 54. Do it now. I can still Do handle getting cut up. <laughs> can you? Yeah. When's the last time you were cut up? Well, I had hernia surgery. I don't That's know how if many that years counts. ago. Now, of course, it counts. Okay, how I had hernia ago surgery ago? in 15 and and 18.
0: Okay. 18,
1: yeah, fifteen so five, eighteen. Five, five more, years, five
0: years minimum. And I still you have like, still in your low. You're in your late forties. Yeah,
1: and I still have the. I have a like a scar on each side, down okay. in that area. It looks mean, a little. I kind of look like a badass. I mean,
0: still have. Why would you think it would vanish?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Unless you put on one of those creams that make the scars kind of put the cream on it. Put the
0: cream. Cremo land.
1: Yeah. I had the option to do an arthroscopic, uh, but I would have had to have a catheter. Right. Which I yeah, am you're not, not doing. Yeah,
0: You were like, hell no. Cut me open at my most sensitive area, in right. my most sensitive spot at yes. my core. Because I ain't doing the damn catheter.
1: I am not getting a catheter. <laughs> that is my one goal left in life. Yeah. Don't ever need a catheter. Yeah,
0: that may be out of your control at some I point. I know.
1: Right. That happened to my dad. He just woke up with a catheter. it. Right. Him.
0: They make the call without your consent because yeah. they got to do what they got to do.
1: Yes. If there's an emergency here and one of you guys calls 911 for me, tell him. No catheter. No catheter. He'd rather just go. Yeah. He'd <laughs> rather, right. He'd if rather it's the cath-
0: time- If the choice is life or catheter,
1: he'll see on or the other side. Life with
0: catheter or death, I'll take, I'll yeah. take death. Yeah. See
1: you on the other side. So, so, so. Oh, and the Vikings are going to start Josh Dobbs at quarterback. I mean,.
0: Thankfully, yeah, I, I know we like had a really bad game. Yeah. Whenever that was, was that a Monday night game, right? I'm not sure. I think it but might he had have been a bad four game, interceptions. Four and even like, right,
1: yeah. By the way, but like two of them bounced off receivers' yeah, guts.
0: Yeah. And they were, you know, Kevin O'Connell after the, oh, well, we'll wait and see. They're, our bye week, we're going to look and see which of our guys yeah. is the best suited to Justin Jefferson's skill set. Like, I, I wonder I don't know, if Jeff, man.
1: Justin I, Jefferson went to them. Is that
0: Josh Dobbs? That's who's playing. Maybe, yeah. I just. Nick Mullins wasn't really doing anything for me. And then they've got the rookie, Jaron Hall. We don't, I, we don't They know. would know better than us. I mean, we. he had that one start. He got concussed in the first quarter, and that's what brought Dobbs in that week that he had just gotten acquired from the Cardinals.
1: What happened to Nick Mullins? Remember, like, he was, like, the talk of the NFL at mm, one point. I don't know about the talk of the I NFL. I kind of feel like he came in for uh, some injury. Somebody was injured, and he just tore it up for a while. I don't know, but I, that might be a, overstated a Maybe bit. a mis uh, misthinking. Yeah.
0: Misremembering. Misremembering. There's, but that's – we talked last yesterday about backup quarterbacks, and, right. like, those guys do that in a pinch for a couple weeks, and everyone wants to make them to be the next coming, and then they're not. You want to crown them? Crown right, we, they are. He is who we thought he was. Let's
1: do Sports Minute. It's what a layup today, Al. Amy Lawrence. It's an absolute on, layup. Really? Oh, come on. I don't even know. Oh, oh uh, Juan Soto. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Just a f- few more minutes here with CeeLo, then uh Boomerangia will be here at six o'clock. Uh Brock Lesnar, you familiar with him? A little, oh, a little bit. Yeah. Wrestler, yeah, yeah, yeah. MMA guy. Yeah. Sure. Big hulking grrr, big guy. Well, Just he's like Peter Schwartz. Yep. Uh no, but like a fit Peter I Schwartz. Know, I'm joking. He uh he has a daughter named Maya. You're locked in on these daughters. Yeah, I'm into the daughters today. Um, She got the Colorado State school record for the shot put. Wow. Yeah. Following in dad's footsteps a little bit then. Well, he wasn't a shot putter. He would put people in the headlocks.
0: But but strength. Oh, she's got strength. Yeah.
1: I saw her photo. She's strengthful. Put together? She's strengthful. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then I saw a video of her throwing the shot put. Well, that's such an archaic, you know, Greek Olympic type mm-hmm. thing old school how about us dropping archaic
0: twice on the same warm-up what show? was the first one I, I talked about archaic offense that the jets Oh, okay yeah been, been archaic running. yeah
1: like that just looks like something like when uh, we used to do like greco-roman wrestling yeah. where nude men would wrestle <laughs> each other like you'd shot put nude man wrestling sure. javelin well, that's where it
0: originates from yeah
1: discus yeah i guess she threw this thing 18 meters Wow. I don't know. I, I have no context
0: yeah. to know. I mean, it's a record. A record's a record. School record. School record. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's like throwing a bowling, like a small bowling yes, ball. Yes, like the just... duck duck pin bowling. Yeah. You know duck pin yeah, bowling? Yeah, I did see duck pin bowling. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. taking one of those. Things. Sure. I don't know even how heavy a shot put is. I have no idea.
2: WFAN. WFAN FM. FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey
1: app.